of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Last week was Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. This weekend, it's Divisional Weekend, where we've got one, two, three, four games for you. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Gambling now legal in the Buckeye State. Uh, going to be an interesting uh, weekend for a lot of people, as uh, legally, for the first time, they'll be able to gamble on uh, these four big games and we always love giving you information to maybe help you along the way there should you decide to put some money down on the game so let's go to the hotline right now bring in our professional handicapper ncsports.com follow him on twitter at chris v 160 he is chris van dyne how are you chris i'm great nfl season uh, playoff playoff season is here and we, we are full swing uh, North Coast Sports does have some uh, selections this coming weekend. We could put on our Power Sweep, our Power Plays newsletters. So a lot of fun going on here. And, uh, you know, we also got our community line. College basketball season and the NBA are really gearing up. So uh, a lot of gambling to be done. And in Ohio, we can now do that legally. It's a lot of fun. Chris, last week in the NFL games, did any of them go under the point spread? Uh, you know what? Let me, I, I can't, I mean, these scores the are outrageous. I don't think so. I don't either. I mean, when you see the thirties and forties and across the board, 34, 31, for instance, Buffalo, Miami, I don't think any of these games went under what gives, uh, I think there was one, I think there was one okay. when I'm pulling them up right now last week. Uh, you know what? The Dallas game, depending on when you got it, but okay. Dallas and uh, Tampa Bay ended up going under by a half point at the end of the week. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, and you know what? With two quarterbacks in Huntley and Thompson starting, I was guilty, uh, and I paid for it uh, as charged. Guilty as charged, man. I figured those two guys, they're not scoring many points. Those games are going to both be under, and uh, those games both went over. Think about that, though, Kenny, that Tampa Bay game. That game goes under by a half a point because you told me, and I didn't watch the game, Brady throws an interception in the end zone. And four missed extra points, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the extra point yep. really that 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 uh, right. that that's the killer on that because that that game would have been over by three points if guy could actually make just an extra point, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, you're right. I I, I thought Buffalo and Miami was going to go under for sure. Um, I didn't expect Miami to put up 31 points. They didn't really have the yards mm-hmm. to back it up. Uh, it, it wasn't like Miami was really moving the ball consistently. They just found ways to get mm-hmm. points. Buffalo turned the ball over a couple times. You know, Miami Miami did end up with uh, 231 yards. You know, nothing nothing great, but it was enough to get 31 points because of the turnovers. Do you think that's one of the reasons the totals are so high? I'm looking at the games right now. Kansas City, Jacksonville, 52 and a half, depending upon where you get it. Giants and Eagles at 48 and a half. Bengals, Buffalo, 49 and a half, and Dallas. 46 and a half. Well, I also think we've weeded out the bad quarterbacks. Mm. So last week we had a lot of backup quarterbacks, a lot of uh, uneven offensive play. At least we, we came in expecting that. But, you know, of, of the eight teams that we have left, you know, Daniel Jones is the worst among the bunch. And he's played pretty well this year. Mm. So you have what I would call seven 
of your uh, better well, uh, well, and Brock Purdy. I, 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 I guess you know you got to call him one of the better quarterbacks right now. The way he's playing, didn't expect right. it, but he is uh, playing at a high level, and the offense is playing at a high level because I, I think he has a lot of weapons around him that really is helping him. But you know, you got Jalen Hurts, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. And, and Trevor Lawrence and Dak Prescott, six six starting quarterbacks, who a lot of people would probably put in that upper echelon of NFL starting quarterbacks. And a few of those guys, I think, are, are in that elite level. So, yeah, well, I just think that the totals are higher because you have better quarterbacks remaining, and, and that's really where the offense comes from. All right, let, let's start, pick a game and start with us and give us a little inside uh, info maybe for our, our listeners. Pick one out there uh, to, to get whet their appetite, I guess, uh, Chris. Which one are you, are you looking at there? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll start with uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati. I think this is a very interesting game. Uh, obviously, the the rematch of the game that didn't get finished a few weeks ago, uh, the, right. the Bengals have some injury issues in the secondary, I mean, on the offensive line. Left tackle Jonah Williams is out. They're already missing their right tackle, uh, and they lost their right guard earlier this season. So offensive line is really banged up. Uh, they're not running the ball well this year. Only only 93 rushing yards a game on the season. Uh, you know, you you really need Joe Burrow to capitalize. Now Buffalo does have some injuries in the secondary, but those guys are questionable, and the, the, you might get a couple of them playing. Safety Jordan Jordan Poyer really important to that defense. If he plays, I definitely think that'll help the Bills contain that passing game. Uh, you, you want to be able to limit J- Jamar Chase. Buffalo has had issues with turnovers, and that would be my one concern for the Bills. But I think it, with the home crowd behind them, uh, it, it really seems like Buffalo is ready to play th- their best game. I, I like the Bills here. Uh, you know, and it, it, it's, the line hasn't moved a whole lot. Um, I'm pulling those line movements up right now. Uh, you're going to get it right now at uh, five and a half, which I think that Buffalo can win this game by more than a touchdown. And you, you look at the beginning of the week, it it started out four, four and a half. So it has moved a little bit. Uh, so you want to get that in now versus later, because it might creep up to that six, six and a half range. But uh, you have lost a little bit of value on Buffalo. So we liked it a lot more at the beginning of the week than we do right now, just because losing some of that line value. Right. See, that's the game. You know, I told JT, if there's one game that I look at this, like, I shouldn't say that. Uh, money line, Kansas City's winning, no doubt, in my mind on the money line. And I think maybe even with the the eight and a half, Jacksonville, good win for them last week. They, you know, uh, they kind of shocked everybody, right? San Diego had them beat. They let them off the hook. I, I expect them to come back to reality this week. But Buffalo, you, you mentioned the offensive line uh, of the Bengals. I don't know how Joe Burrow's still standing, to be honest with you. Uh, Chris, and I think that could rear its ugly head in this game. I, I'm with you guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm leaning towards giving the five and a half if that's what, I, or even lower if I can get it, and taking the Bills on that one. Yeah, I think the Bills have uh, a clear advantage here, and it, really the key for me is just don't turn the ball over because that game shouldn't have mm-hmm. been a three-point game last week. You know, I think that the reason the line is a little lower is because people are down on Buffalo because of how they played, but the Bengals didn't play all that well either last week, and they right. were very fortunate to have won that game. Uh, you know, they were outgained by 129 yards against the 
Baltimore team that was missing Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, it was 130 yards last week, and they were also outgained in the regular season game. They lost by seven in this one. They lost by uh, one by seven in this one, one by 11 in the last game of the regular season. But very similar games statistically, uh, and they had the long fumble return for a touchdown to really change the game. It was a 14-point swing. I don't know why quarterbacks think that it's okay to just stick the ball out there. And it's not going to go bad. <laughs> that was that one of the worst plays ever. That was one of the worst plays. Nuts. That... I remember a few years ago when uh, Tennessee's quarterback did that against Alabama, Garantano, and he just stuck the ball out there. Terrible. The ball got knocked out, and they got returned for a touchdown. I don't know what's like, worse, wh- that play or missing four extra points. Ah, um, ooh. I, game impact, obviously, that play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that completely changed the game. True. Uh, four and four missed extra points. I mean, I guess you could just get the yips every once in a while. It's like, you know, the guys that suddenly can't throw a strike. Uh, I, I guess that happens every once in a while. We've seen it happen to long snappers. I saw it happen in the FCS. A guy hmm. had four bad four bad long snaps this year in the FCS that ended up being safety. So every once in a while, wow. I guess you get uh, just out of rhythm, and you know. So I, I'll say that the the fumbling that ball like that is, is worse. It's the Second dumbest play you can make in the NFL <laughs> or in football in general, next to the dropping the ball before you cross the goal line. Yeah, that is the, the dumbest play you can possibly make. Chris, what about beating a team three times? And you look at the Eagles and the Giants, and it's hard for me not to like the dogs with the exception of Jacksonville this weekend, but uh, you, you beat that team 48-22 if you're Philadelphia. You, you beat them again 22-16 to in a closer game. Harder to win that third game, even though it's a divisional playoff game. Maybe the Giants rolling on the wave that they won at Minnesota. Does that help them at all? Or is it more of a theory of, you're going to have a hard time beating me three times. We're ready for you, Philly. I do think that the Giants have a little bit of an advantage here as far as having moment, having built some momentum going on the road and winning at Minnesota. And put up a pretty pretty. Uh, good performance that week. Uh, 431 yards in that game. Daniel Jones was 24 of 35 passing. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, he hasn't been the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's a very serviceable uh, kind of, you know, that I don't, don't want to say game manager, but uh, he, he hasn't made the big mistakes. Only five interceptions on the season. So, you know, when you have a guy like Saquon Barkley behind you, you, you can – put a little trust in him and he's been an effective runner with 786 rushing yards, uh, 5.7 yards of carry from Daniel Jones. Really didn't expect that. They do have some offensive line issues. They've given up 52 sacks this year, but uh, yeah, I, I think that it, it's a lot of points to be giving the giants. Uh, and I think that they built some momentum last week. I like their offense. I think this could be a high scoring game. And I think that the giants, you know, you're getting over a touchdown right now. Uh, they're they're playing well enough that I think they keep this game close. The last meeting you mentioned was a six-point game. And I think this will be similar, probably even a little closer. And I'll tell you what, if I was going to play a game on the money line, uh, this might be the game. Or if I was going to pick a dog nice. on the money line in the NFL, this might be the one where I take the dog and see if I can cash in on some value. Because <laughs> I think the Giants – could pull the upset here. Ah. All right, so let me throw this your way. We saw Minnesota um, prove that they were a fraud, uh, e- even after a great regular season record, 11 uh, one-possession wins and all that stuff, right? Are the Eagles a fraud as well, or are you believing what you're seeing out of the Eagles with a dinged-up Jalen Hurts entering this game? 
I'm not going to call them a fraud. I think they're still a good football team. And, I, okay. you know, I, if I had to guess who's going to win this game, I'd probably give the Eagles like a three-point edge. But right. uh, I, I also, you know, to me, they're not your typical NFL-dominant team. I know their record suggests it. But there are a lot of close wins in there. You know, you got a five-point win at Chicago, which you know the Bears are kind of a mess at times this year. Uh, it, they weren't always as impressive. Now, once Jalen Hurts uh, get, gets 100% healthy, it changes that team. But like you mentioned, he's banged up. He's he's not quite there. So I, I do wonder about his effectiveness. And with a banged-up quarterback uh, like Jalen Hurts, who who wants to run the ball. You know, it it puts him in uh, dangerous situations, and you got to wonder: Are you gonna are you gonna want him running the ball and putting him in himself in danger, uh, and possibly getting himself hurt and going back to Gardner Minshew in a playoff game? So you might limit the uh, the running opportunities for Jalen Hurts, or uh, you know, not call quarterback design run plays. And to me, that takes away a big part of his game and makes him a little more one dimensional in a dimension that isn't his strength. So I, I do think there's some uh, some concern there for the Eagles, and uh, yeah, I, I think that the, the Giants definitely keep this game close. And I'm not convinced that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now. Talking with our good buddy, professional handicapper from NCSports.com, Chris Van Dyne. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris V. One six zero, and for people listening to this right now, Chris, and saying, "Hey, I need more of this information from this guy or the company that he works for." Where can they get it? Yes, go to ncsports.com, as ncsports.com. Uh, you can also call 1-800-654-3448. Uh, we got two newsletters. We got Power Sweep and Power Plays. Power Sweep, you get a nice uh, four-paragraph write-up on every game. It breaks down both sides of the, uh, of the equation. Uh, you get stats on every team, angles, trends. Uh, we, we look at some totals. And you get a checklist for every game uh, where we break down what, what side has the positional edge and stuff that uh, like intangibles and uh, matchup edges, site edges, coaching edges. Uh, so you get that with uh, Power Sweep, and you also get a projected play in every game. So we do put uh, – during the regular season, we don't put a play in every game, but during the playoffs and uh, bowl season, we give you a star rate of play on every game from one to four stars. And then uh, also we have Power Plays, which is more statistical-based. Our computer gives us a projected box score, and if we agree on it, we'll make a star rate of play out of it. So uh, you got those two newsletters to check out on ncsports.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Chris V160. Chris, finally, uh, and I saw this yesterday, I read this story, Vegas uh, put out their updated Super Bowl odds. For you, they've got Kansas City at the top of it. Out of the top four, who do you like? Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Philadelphia to win it all. Uh, you know, I probably, I don't like going to chalk, so I'd have to say Buffalo. Yeah, it's a nice story right now. I, I think that my, my my concern, you know, I already voiced my concerns with Philadelphia. Um, I can't bet a rookie quarterback like Brock Purdy to win the Super Bowl. I right. just ha- I just feel like, you know, I don't think it's going to happen this week, and I don't think it's going to happen next week necessarily because I think San Francisco could very well get to the Super Bowl. But in a Super Bowl matchup where he's facing either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, I just don't see San Francisco – 
winning that game with Brock Purdy as your starting quarterback. I think the pressure would be a little bit too much for him. We've seen rookie quarterbacks get to the Super Bowl. Generally, you know, going back to Dan Marino, you know, he mm-hmm. he got there that was that second right. year. I think he got actually got there. Um, right. But you know, it, it, getting there that young, it, it doesn't always work out, especially for a guy that was drafted in the seventh round, wasn't your starter from the beginning of the season. So I I would probably go with Buffalo would be my pick. Yeah, I, I picked the Bills at the beginning of the season, uh, so I'm sticking with them to, to win the Super Bowl, although I will hedge my bet on a couple of other teams uh, when they get to the Super Bowl uh, as well. Uh, and that's the fun thing about this that I'm learning, Chris. Not only can we bet the game on the money line with the spread this week, but the futures. Like, I'm looking at it right now on one of my betting apps. Uh, you can bet which two teams uh, are going to be in the Super Bowl right now and which team will beat that team. And so, like, right now, I yeah. could get uh, plus 2,500 odds on the Cowboys beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And so, you know, Dallas, what do you make of the Cowboys? That was the one I wanted to ask you about because they cost me a 16 parlay two weeks ago that would have paid me nice when they blew it against the, the Washington Commanders, so I hate them. But then last week they go out and they destroy Tampa. My question to you is this. Is Tampa just what their record says they were, a bad football team, and that's why Dallas blew them out? Or do you believe in the Cowboys that they're starting to turn the corner and they could be legit? Uh, I don't necessarily believe in Dallas yet. They they, they did beat a, a a suspect Tampa Bay team. That Tampa team has a lot of issues right now, and I just don't think that, you know, I'd, it's it's not just Brady, you know. There's coaching issues going on, and they obviously just let go of Leftwich, their offensive coordinator. They got a lot of issues. I don't trust Dallas. I, I just I, and I don't trust Dak Prescott. I've seen too many games where he throws the ball to the other team. He's got 15 interceptions this year. Uh, you know, yeah, he just has some games where he's throwing the ball too many times to to the opposite side of the. The defense, you know, they're they're right. picking him off way too much. He's a good quarterback, but I just don't think he's not not on that elite level to win a Super Bowl yet. And I probably would not take Dallas to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to beat San Francisco this week either. I think I just think the Four ers defense for that matchup. I think the Four ers defense is just going to be too much. We always appreciate the insight, my friend. We'll do this again next weekend when we're talking about the AFC and NFC championship games. All right, Chris? Absolutely, can't wait.